sticks. It is in the dial that we trust. And as our civilization teeters on the brink of fatal collapse, the value of broadcast gold has soared to unimaginable heights. Join us in the conflux of radio's emerging superpowers. Chris Troy Lavala, T. Sterling Watson, Wendy Lou Aphorismo, and Michael James DuPaul. Cozy up in your bunkers and hope for salvation. This is The Lost Eye. question of the morning is where do we go from here oh i seem to ask myself that every every day does that just uh, feel appropriate mm, today yeah that that works it works. it works welcome everybody to the 68th installment of the lost dial on all noise radio.com uh my name is mike dupaul sitting across from me is brown power <laughs> T. Sterling Watson. He doesn't like being called Brown. Brown's not the appropriate. I feel like that's like a Mexican. I know, I know. I, I don't, I don't, I don't. Nothing against Mexicans, by the way. Some of my very dear friends are Mexican. That's a lie. Okay. I only know a handful of Mexicans, but they're very decent people. A handful is better than none. Does that make me sound racist that I, that I can kind of count how many 
Mexican friends I have. No, I no. can't count any actually. Mm. I'm not worried. <laughs> 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 um, well, just because there's always that that um, saying like when I guess apparently when they say oh when when white people say it's like oh I have a, a black friend you know he you know lives around the corner or something. yeah. I have three black friends. It's just the fact that you can put a number on it makes it seem like it might be racist. I don't know. Uh, no, it's just it's it's called not being uh, not being cultured enough, not being worldly, being not being fortunate enough to live in an area where you have no choice but to befriend a Mexican or a black person <laughs> yes. or, or I don't no, know. No, 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 no. Chinese. Person. All right, enough, enough of your bigotry. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I like to be cultured. Mm. I, I live. I live in a very diverse uh, area. Uh, I would say, although Meriden seems to be the South South Meriden. Well, <clears throat> South Meriden is mostly white people, but the rest of Meriden seems to be Puerto Rican. Yeah. Not that there's a problem with that at all. No, I mean, absolutely not. We have nothing against uh, Puerto Ricans or Dominicans or. <clears throat> I love my Hispanic hermanos and. Hermanos. <laughs> Uh, los pollos hermanos. <clears throat> um, I understand that reference now. Yeah, now you get it. Now I you do get it. it. Um, unfortunately, I did read something accidentally. Oh, I think Jesus. I think it spoiled the end of season four. I think. Oh well. But I mean, I don't want you to confirm or deny that's anything. That's bad for you. I, what did you hear? What did you read? Um, as long as it's season four and not talking about a season that has not been aired. No, yet. it hasn't aired yet. But um, because I was reading Emmy news because you know it's the next big award thing. Yeah. Um, and they're talking about all the people that should be nominated this right. year. And they they talk. I'm sure, about, there's a whole handful of people that should be right. Um, and there's a handful of people from Breaking Bad, and they made a reference to uh, Giancarlo. Is that how you say his name? I can't remember. I have to Giancarlo read it. Esposito. Yes. <laughs> and they're saying that um, uh, he does a terrific job. Yeah, something about it being a, a half brain choice. Cause nah. they, put in, they put it in parentheses, so I'm like, oh, man, that's kind of spoiling something for me. I know it. No. Because, I mean, there's full of inside jokes uh, within each nomination and why these people should be nominated. I mean, because they talked about Fringe, and that's a show that long time has, should have been nominated. Um, and and they, they make references to these shows as if you actually watch them. Right, and right, right. The reason why Fringe should be nominated is because um, there's these characters that – or the actors have to play at least four characters. So put it that way. Oh, and each one, one have them. their each have their different little nuances, and I mean it's brilliant. And it's it's a wonder why they haven't been nominated yet, and they've been doing this for like two seasons already. But that's 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 another. Who is who's on that that I would know? Anybody? Uh, probably um, not Joshua Jackson, who is better known as uh, what's his name Casey from. Dawson's Creek. I mean, he's got a face you recognize. I, I never, I never, uh, have you I, ever I never partook in um, Dawson's Creek. Yeah, neither have I. My sister watched it, so that's how I was familiar with it. But are you familiar with, um, there's this movie called The Skulls? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I love like, The Skulls. like The Whole Fraternity. Yeah, and, that was a great movie. Yeah, he's in that. Is he the main guy? Yeah. Oh, that kid. Yeah, that guy. Oh, maybe he's not a kid anymore. He's not a kid, no. He, he's an actual man. He's an old man. No, not an old man, but just a, a manly man, I guess. So he, he's in that, in that. He's not nominated for anything. And no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't say he would, he was. He's good, but he, he he's he's good, good, but he's not that good. But you would like um, John Noble. I don't know if you are familiar with him. John Noble. I'd have to look it up. What's he from? 
Uh, he did a western, but I don't remember what it's called. Mm, that's completely out of my <laughs> <laughs> out of my league. I mean, it's it's like a newer western, but yeah. but um, even the newer ones. I don't know. Like, what did I? Uh, True Grit. Well, that's a remake. I don't know. I just I didn't like it. Yeah, I didn't either. And I'm I'm a big uh, Ethan and Joel Cohen fan. What I liked about it though was um, how there were no contractions in the whole. Uh, well, no, no, no one was giving birth at all. I don't think in that movie was. <laughs> not in that, not in that <laughs> sense. I mean, in, in the word, the grammar sense, no one. There were no can'ts or don'ts. It was always cannot, do not, and you know, none, none of that. Oh, oh, okay. And I found that to be very interesting, and that's that's one of the things that uh, helped me keep watching the movie because I was very bored by it. Huh. I mean, everyone was talking about how great of a movie it was nominated for so many awards, <sighs> and. I come to watch it, and it's... I, I don't know. I've just never been able to do the whole Western thing, no matter how good they're supposed to be. And, you know, this one was done by a couple, like, you know, kingpins in the uh, in the director's, the director's league. I don't know. And I just... I, I, I don't know. Yeah, it just wasn't... I'm out seeking revenge for my paw. <laughs> All right. I mean, hey, they did they did a good job and everything acting, but... The story was just boring. and and you know and and uh, everybody lo- and just the fact that they re- they used um, Jeff Bridges again mm-hmm. because the first time they used Jeff Bridges the big Lebowski it, yeah it was a that is a cult classic it, it, it I guess you could you could definitely put that title on it being a cult classic but they used him again and it probably drew in I don't know it probably didn't make that much money but it drew in some uh, some attention I just I didn't I couldn't. I couldn't do it. <clears throat> Have you? You mean you couldn't watch it, or you just? No, I did watch it, but yeah. I just was like, I was, I don't know, in and out. I was in a coma. You're bored. Mm. It's a boring movie. Yeah. <sighs> and I, I don't know if people seem like or might assume that I never talk bad about a movie, but there you go. I mean, do I have to be like a westerner to, or, or, or someone who was brought up not on this side of the Mississippi River to appreciate westerns? I mean, is that just in people's blood out there? Like, mm-hmm. you know, their and I mean, unless they're transplants from the East Coast, their ancestors did the whole Wagons West thing <laughs> and fought off vultures and Indians. And, and well, my um, dad's a fan <laughs> of Westerns. He's not from the West. Are you I mean, sure? Yes, I'm sure. He likes a, he likes a good old-fashioned uh, shoot-em-up, which, which he would call it. Um, and some of it has gone passed down to me, but I'm very particular which ones I like. Tombstone, for example, that's a good one. I like that one. I, I, I bet you... you you're not the rowdy black family at the movies. I bet mm, you're yeah. very, you're very, uh, very reserved. Shut up! You're very reserved and uh, and uh, yeah, just. Um, My mother likes to talk to the TV though. Talk to the TV? Yeah, I like, mean, even if like no like, one get is... out of there, don't go up there. <laughs> <laughs> sort of, sort of. She, she's sort of like that. So it's 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 a different experience watching the TV with her. Mm. And people who are not used to it, because I had a friend of mine who was over one day and um, like we were in another room and she was like in the next room over watching TV. And then uh, my friend just kept looking at me because <laughs> didn't understand what was going on. And like, it's the TV. And to me, it's normal because I'm used to her talking to the yeah, TV. Yeah. Nobody else is in the room with her. And sometimes if you're in there, you can kind of go along with her and enjoy. It's 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 a different show or a different movie if she's involved. I got to tell you, I was really bored last night and uh I uh I had to go back and uh 
figure out what the schedule was on AMC yesterday, and uh, <laughs> they were uh, see the th- all right. This is the deal with Mad Men. All right, okay. I am still a huge fan, but something happened along the way where I I. I was defending that show in the beginning because a lot of people were saying the beginning of the season was not meeting up to their expectations. And I defended the show tooth and nail, as they may say. Do they say that? Yeah. (laughs) Is it tooth and nail? (laughs) Tooth and nail. Sure. Why not? Sorry. I'm I'm real bronchial today. (sighs) Do you hear that? (laughs) That's not a wind blowing through the studio. That's... (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> you can't um, keep doing that, can you? Uh, I've got a lot of phlegm. Uh, yeah, so tooth and nail, yada, yada, yada. And then, I don't know, like, I just, um, and it's not like I fell on, I just, I don't know what it was. It was like halfway through, I started missing out from you on Friday. I can't even go back and watch what I found out from you on Friday. I can't even go back and watch that episode because I'm so like I'm so blown away by it. I really was blown so away. So you still by haven't it. watched it? No. And what I did is I, um, and this is a problem sometimes when you're bored and you're kind of tired. It's like you know I I figured they were gonna replay uh, Sunday's finale last night at like eleven or twelve. Right. They should always do it before the killing, but they don't. The killing's good. I don't know. I, I gotta. I gotta. Maybe I'll. All right. Yeah, I um, haven't got into the killing. The I've heard great reviews though. No, I've I've watched bits and pieces of it. It's it's interesting. I'm I'm just not a big fan of those shows either. And it's not like you know, it's not an NCIS or a mm-hmm. CSI. But I mean, it's following it's, one crime, and they're trying to right. It does fall killing. into the to the uh, to the uh, category of those. Police procedurals, as I think they call them. Mm-hmm, they do. But it's not like that at all. It, it does. It follows one crime. They're just obsessed with this one girl who got killed, and they're just this. And the, the lady detective, she is like obsessed. She is so obsessed. Back to what I was saying before. So, anyway, I knew they were going to replay it. So I started watching AMC really early because I was bored, and they were playing The Fugitive. Mm-hmm. Great movie. Uh, I could say a whole bunch about Tommy Lee Jones. I could say a lot about Harrison Ford, too. But uh, then they played U.S. Marshals after, which is supposed to be like the sequel. That right. whole team of, of, of them going after Harrison Ford was such a big hit. They had to come back and bring him back, and they did. They brought him all back. And this time they go after Wesley Snipes. <clears throat> uh, it probably happened in real life because uh, tax evasion and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> um. <clears throat> We'll get back to Tommy Lee Jones. Let me jot that down because I want to. I want to talk about Tommy Lee Jones. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah. So anyway, what happened was toward the end. Oh yeah, I had, I saw what was coming up next after U.S. Marshals was um, the killing, and then at twelve they were going to replay Mad Men. So what happened was I got really relaxed when the killing came on, fell asleep, and woke up halfway through the encore presentation of the final Mad Men. Oh, but I think I saw enough. What I saw in the end of that episode, mm-hmm. I will go back and I will watch all of it. Okay. Um, because I am a huge fan of the show. I've been watching it since the beginning. A lot of times I do, like, while they're actually playing, the sh- while the show is, is, is happening, while mm-hmm. they're actually airing these new episodes, I do, like, you know, come in and out. Not with Breaking Bad, though. <laughs> I do come in and out, and then I'll, like, you know, um, when I'm not broke, I buy the DVD and, you know, so you have worship that Men. for weeks. You have the Mad Men on DVD so yeah, far? Oh, all of them, yes. Oh, okay. 
but yeah, so I, I, as long as uh, you've seen it, I'd like to definitely do that whole final Mad Men recap because what I, the couple things I did see, I'm I'm pretty enamored by. Well, because after, I was wondering what point you were leading up to, um, saying how when you were hearing all these people saying the beginning of the season didn't really. Oh, like, right. And now, you know, and now in the end, I'm like, oh, well, I missed a whole bunch of it. You know, like I was like so devoted in the beginning because it took them like two years to finally premiere this stupid season. And I was so excited and so amped. And then people were like, oh, this isn't this isn't the same. Like they well, the thing is, I, I had read a bunch of um, other reviews about this last episode of the season, and they're saying it wasn't as spectacular as they thought it would be. Like, there it, it wasn't enough happening. Um, at the I end. did talk to a few people that said they really, really brought it home mm-hmm. toward the end, though. I would agree with that. <clears throat> the whole, you know. I mean, especially I that last montage, let's put it that way, at the very end. Because you said you've seen the last yeah. half, so. Yeah. And that's... I mean, it was enough of like a, I don't want to call it a cliffhanger, but enough of a season ending to be like, okay, what's going to happen next season? Because, I mean, the very last scene is... See, but I I can't like, I I am only interested by what I saw at the end. I really don't know exactly what happened beforehand. Um, I did like what uh, Megan's mother said. There was a line she said. She's like... (laughs) Um, it's tough having an artist's personality when you're not an artist. Hmm. She said that about Megan. Wow. Her own daughter. I'm, I'm f- figuring she was referring to her because she was all wasted. And right. Don's like, why weren't you with her? And he's like, <laughs> you're her husband. And, and she's like, oh, bah, 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 bah. <laughs> <laughs> She left. She left my home happy, and, and no, that's not I'm doing an English accent. <laughs> um, you know, and uh, yeah, I know you're going for European. I understand yeah, that, but yeah. um, but for some reason, whatever. It's hard to do that Montreal accent. I'm not good at it. Well, for whatever mm-hmm. reason, I, I kind of I didn't necessarily space out when her mom is on screen, uh, or they're just kind of bantering. She's a seductress. It makes me have to pay attention because they do that thing, and this is what I really wish. Like, I wish I I studied. Um, when I was learning Spanish, because I would just love to break back and forth from one language to another, mm-hmm. and whoever I'm talking to. Yeah, understand. I feel the same way. I totally agree with you. I wish I had taken a second language, especially Spanish, seriously. Um, because they also do that in Breaking Bad. Because they have... right, I, I would like I would like to be able to like yeah go the the whole going back and forth thing, and when and when people dream in a different language. Hmm. That they're not accustomed to, but they've learned and they become very good at. That's interesting. Never experienced that. Because that's, you know, that's the real inside job right there. You know, like things are really working, uh, I mm. guess, when you start dreaming in another language that you weren't born speaking. Wow, that's kind of deep. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's weird to think about. Um, but yeah, we'll do Mad Men recap. Well, see, we're already talking about it. Might as well just go. Should we it. do it? Might as well. All right. Need some music for it? Yeah. Final one. And then, brrr, drum roll, everybody. July 15th. Can't that, come while, quick enough. While I get that ready, did you um, buy it yet? or? No, I'm broke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> those, those, those DVD sets are expensive. I suppose. <clears throat> I mean, um, places like Target usually have good, good deals. Or you just buy it online like, like I buy everything else. 
You know, see, I'm not, I'm not a big online shopper. I'm, I'm nervous about things like that. And, and I'm I, nervous. I understand. <laughs> a lot of people, a lot of people are. Um, but I'm, I'm a very safe person, so uh, I, I wouldn't try something if How I. How do you know what internet demons aren't standing there in the, in the digital world watching every little <laughs> thing you're doing? I mean, I don't know that they're there. Yeah, I'm taking a risk probably each and every order I, I make, but at least with at least through Amazon, um, they are a time and tr- and time trusted or I don't know. They've been around for a long time, and I've had very very little problem with them. The only problem I had I can recall is I ordered what I thought was a CD-ROM, but I ended up getting one of those little disc. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was that was the seller's fault. Well, see, I'm 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 saying that I don't do it, but I mean, you know, having one of these, you have to have an iTunes account. Apple has, you know, the Apple Corporation, you know, is always watching what I'm doing. They have all my information, da 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 da, and then you never read that whole huge. No, you never do. Forty-five day long thing. Agree, you know, and for all you know, you're. Uh, you just uh, signed your your. You sign your life away to oh. to Apple. <laughs> you or sign if you your, lose a limb, um, you can't blame them for it or something. Sign your <laughs> stupid life away to Silicon Valley. And they had a recent thing, I06. I don't know much about it, so I can't talk about it. Apple? Yep. Mad Men recap, the final one. So uh, this this was only 12 episodes, right? Because the I first so. one was two uh, two hours long? Oh, okay, that makes sense. That's All what right. I'm, I'm figuring. That makes sense. Because I was like, 13... But it says 12 on this review that I was reading. And there was another review I didn't finish reading because it was 10 pages long. So I, I'm like, I don't have this kind of time. I feel like with this one and what I saw, um, c- cinematograph- the, the cinematography was uh, was pretty awesome. Um, just, you know, yeah, the whole montage at the end. Don Draper walking off the set. Uh, now, I don't know yeah. if that had any significance to anything else going on, really. But just, you know... It was- I would say it did. It did have the the way he walks off that set, the stage or whatever, leaves Megan behind, and then he sits down and has a drink. And it was also the way that um, what was going on and everything at that point, just uh, Megan finally doing what she wanted to do and him walking away. I mean, one of the re- again one of the reviews I read, <clears throat> one of the reviews I read saying uh, how um, he's. He finally provided what it is that she needed or wanted from him. And, yeah, like you just said, he's kind of free now. And he goes back to the bar, and I'm like, don't do it, Don. Don't do it. I know you kind of want him the, to. The lo- I like the old Don Draper where he was, you know, having his way with every piece of tail in New York. <laughs> like, that's that was, you know, that was great. I like how Peggy looked out the window and saw those two dogs. <laughs> Did that have any significance to anything? I I really don't know. I was like, wow. Where was she? Where was random. she? Where was she? See, I don't. She, I think she was on the road. But if she wasn't on the road, she was actually already in Richmond, Virginia. Oh, is that where they sent her or something? Something like that. Because I got to remember, I missed the whole first part of the episode. So you. That's the only thing I saw of Peggy was. Oh, uh, so you missed looking when... out the window, seeing the dogs going. Yeah, in the first half, they actually show her in the office and. Um, in her she's, new office? In her new office. Uh, she's, I think she's kicking out some people that she's working with because she, her account is Virginia Slims. I believe, ah. I believe that's what it is. And Vagina she's Slimes. She's trying to, um, you know, get whatever ads together or whatever. And I guess they're sending her away. Later, Don and Peggy meet at the movies, at the movie theater. Oh, they do? Yeah. So they sit and kind of watch a movie. This is kind of like their escape. Um, they they purposely meet up? No. 
Oh, it was Don. Don kind of wanders in, and he happens to see her. So wow. they kind of talk a little bit, and then they watch the movie. I think they're both trying to get away because. What are the chances of that in New York City? I don't know. I mean, it depends on the theater because there's like a many specialty. Th- I'm getting to another <laughs> story, yeah. but um, because Don is also struggling with a toothache. Right, yeah, right, right. So. Oh, yeah, that was the other thing that I forgot about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam, that, Adam re- returns. <laughs> oh, Adam, yes. And I really couldn't remember who he was. And thank you to, um, I'll look him up later, uh, a Twitterer who answered the question, like, who is this guy? He looks familiar. Who is, yeah. who is Adam? Well, he, he hung himself a long time ago. Right. His brother, yeah, who, who finds him, thinks he's been dead all these years, you know. Yeah, so thank you to that uh, Twitter follower who, uh, who <clears throat> doesn't follow me, but that Twitter person who uh, answered that question for me and gave me the whole backstory, reminded yeah. me. Like, Don, oh. Don tries to pay him off to just bounce. Leave me alone. Let me live my life. And I believe he sends a package, which ends up... Um, is that just getting louder or something? Yeah. It ends up in um, the hands of uh, Pete. Right, right. So should we talk about him for a second now? Oh, God. <laughs> um... Pete uh, was having, you know, the affair with um, Alexis Bledsoe or Beth, I think her name is, her character name. Um, What's he done with his hair? Is he losing? Is, is, is that, is he just like making up for a receding, a very terrible receding hairline? I think he just has a big forehead. God. <laughs> I hate him and I hate his new hair. It just I, like, it seems like his part goes way too far back now. I, and, you know, I think a lot of people do, too. They just kind of just dislike him. Oh, God, everything about but him. for me, it's like I love to dislike him. It just... Like, I don't. I. But the thing is... Get your apartment I feel, in the city, you dirtbag. I feel so much better when he gets punched in the face. How, 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 Trudy is not a stupid lady. Apparently she must be But naive. she acts like, yeah, she's in denial so bad. Like... And I love uh, Allison Brie, and I also like really love her in Community, which is another show I'm trying to get you to watch because you know, mm-hmm. she's in it. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, it's just a brilliant show. But um, I just feel bad. It's like, why are you with him? And that's also why I don't like Pete because how he treats her. And I really, you know, like Trudy and Allison Brie and everybody. And it's just it upsets me. So I, I was very happy to see him. Being Trudy, you are a retard. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah. I guess she is that naive that she doesn't really notice it. And and uh, Roger Sterling has a nice ass. I can't believe they showed his ass. Yeah, I was a little shocked too. But then again, you know, well, they, what, what was up with him? Just like he was on LSD again. Oh, he. Oh, really? That's what he asked um, uh, Megan's mother. If if didn't I make a that. prediction a long time ago that Roger Sterling was going to go off the deep end with drugs? You may have. Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna come back with season six. And Roger's just going to be, he's going to be so out of his mind on hallucinogens. That, that he, was a crazy surprise, though, at that. I mean, that that's was what I figured. I figured it was either either he was on drugs again or he's just still on a high from the first time he did it. And he's just he thinks he's so free and he's so liberated. And, but that's what he was saying in the last episode. You didn't see he's saying he doesn't feel that freeness anymore. So oh, he, yes, because it goes away. He was yeah. already kind of, I guess, considering doing it again. Yeah. So. That's something else that you missed, but it's one of those little little things that kind of pay off later. But you know, you didn't see it. I, I do. I like. I do. I, I I'm still defending the season, and I am going to go back and watch what I've missed because I did. I, I fell off, and then because I fell off, I didn't want to. You know, 
pick back up again. I, right. I kind of understand. I've I've gone through shows like that before. It's it's too it's too um, it's too much of a it's it's an emo that show is an emotionally very emotionally draining. So it is. You need to take the time to you know. And it's not a show where there's like a lot of big huge bangs and booms. And right. Like it's that very going on. yeah. It's very uh, anti uh, anticlimactic. Well, I don't even want to call it that because there's things that happen. Like I, I think the craziest thing that happened in that show was when the English guy got his foot run over by the John Deere track. <laughs> that is one of my favorite episodes. Because <laughs> I genuinely laughed out loud and, I mean, as gruesome as it was, it was just very funny. <laughs> oh, I have to go back and watch that. Oh, yeah, that again. was great. But my favorite scene is when... Um, because Joan, she's just beautiful anyway. But when she takes them upstairs, I like that shot. Floor, that shot, yeah, all five of them uh, looking out at the new. Office. See, I w new. See, that's what I, I, I thought. Maybe that was a flashback to when they first start. When they first got that new place after they left the original Sterling Cooper. Nope, that's that's their. They they're expanding. The second floor. They're expanding. So that's. That's what that's about. I like that shot of all all of them standing up against, looking out the window. That was she's uh, in red. Everybody else is like in mm. their darker colors, and yeah. that was a good shot. I really liked it. Yeah, but uh, I so think I mean, the cinematography uh, was was great. It was directed by Matthew Weiner too. So yes, that he normally does that. He'll either do the first, do the first, and the do last. the last. Yeah, 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 as most creators do. But Moving on, though, it's time for Breaking Bad Season 5. <laughs> <laughs> July time. can't come quick enough. It's also time for a break, too. Yeah, so. oh yeah. Let's, uh, so let's like go a to a break. Thanks for tuning in to 68 of the Lost Dial on NoiseRadio.com. Just died. Just died. Uh, welcome back to 68 of the Lost Isle, allnoiseradio.com. My TD Bank pen finally crapped the bed. It's, but like I said, sometimes it comes back. I mean, have you been using it for a long time? Maybe it's just out of ink? See, it's too dark to see. Well, open it up. It's... <sighs> <laughs> Oh, uh, well, well, there's, I don't know. It, it might be time to let it go. I mean, it's I'm time to let you go. I'm <laughs> sentimental about it. Hey, me too. I mean, I get really sad when I, when I get to the end of a pen, I have a little moment. I'm like, wow. We've, we've Do you bury them in a shoe box? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not that deep. We have a ceremony. Let's have a ceremony. I take them. I take bag. a moment before, you know, I throw it away. And I'm like, you know, we've, we've written some great things together. <laughs> um, we've written some great we, we've been to many places i probably signed many receipts um, yeah. 
gone to you know many places. Yeah, and and then I I place it nicely in the trash. <laughs> Do you? Sometimes I just might toss it. You in don't there, just but dump it. Or... It, it depends on my I mood. get pissed like, ah, screw you, <laughs> TD Bank Pen. <laughs> We've been through so much together, and now you let me down. But it, it, it's, it's a time, and it's, it's a time of passing um, almost a little bit of mourning, and then you move on to the next one. And the thing about it is, and this is my secret, and I'm letting everybody know that the best pen that I've used are the ones from Staples. Um, it's not Bix? Like, nope. They, they actually say they're staple, they're staple brand. Staple brand. Which that's a Sharpie. Um, Sharpies are nice too. Yeah, I love Sharpies. Yeah, I know you love you love to smell them. Yeah. Um, Where is Staples seven millimeter? I think it, it it's like a gel. Mm, pen, yeah. But these are like the best pens that I've ever used. And you can clearly see how much ink is left in that exactly. because it's not in a it's... crazy dark green color like that. <laughs> and I I've used so many of these. I know quickly how to open mm -hmm. them and. You know, get them back working again. They're, they're good pens. They're good quality pens. Yeah. And yeah. people keep trying to steal them from me when, because like, oh, can I borrow a pen? And I'll sit there and I'll watch them use it until they're done. So that way I get it back. Yeah. Uh, we play, us smokers play that game, the uh, the lighter game. Oh, with lighters? Yeah. It, uh, it used to be really bad. And I, I used to just be like, not so, uh, I used to be real carefree about it. Like, you know, sometimes I'd lose a bunch of lighters. Sometimes I'd accumulate a lot of lighters. Mm. But, um, you know, one of the first apartments that I had, I lived with a bunch of people, and, and, and we really were, like, cutthroat about the game, the lighter game. <laughs> and, like, it, it was, like, you know, it was our passion to, like, at the end of the night, you know, whether you're a big-time loser. And it all depends on, you know, we used to do a lot of um, drinking in the basement and all those crazy things. And so like, you know, some, if you're not paying attention, some nights you go to bed with no lighters. That means you got to go to the store the next day to buy a new one. Because <laughs> you let somebody borrow it or you just... No, you steal them from one another. Oh, the game. I see. Oh. You know, you, you know, because you're in that party mode, you forget that the same person has asked to borrow a lighter mm. numerous times, you know, and every time you never get it back and you forget who you gave it to and that same, you know, I don't know. It's just a stupid game. It used to be, like I said, it used to be serious. I've acquired lighters and I don't even smoke or anything. <sighs> yeah. Like yeah. At, at some point I, I found myself with three lighters. They're part of the game. <laughs> I was you, playing it. I didn't you even ganked, realize I was. You ganked some lighters from some people, and you know they woke up unhappy. Like I think mm. one I might have found like on the street, and still had you know fluid in it, and that was around the time I think um, I was into I don't know incense and candles and that yeah. sort of deal. Not as Th much these this days. This dog father lighter. <laughs> wow. Now <laughs> that thing is old, and I lost it for a long time, and then it reappeared. It's uh, it's Snoop Dogg. Um, <laughs> And it has not died. It, How long have I'm, you had it? Oh, man, years and years and years. And then it, it, it strayed away from me, and then it came back into my life. And it's been back <laughs> in my life for quite a while now. And it is amazing that um, it's not dead yet. It's not out of uh, butane. Hmm. Yeah, that is amazing. Well. <clears throat> And I mean, it looks, it looks, uh, it definitely looks like it's seen better days. I don't know where it went when it left me. Um, maybe it had to go through some of those, you know, Whoops. Um, you know, rebellious, um, 
I hate my parents stage and it, you know, went off and so did you're crazy this, thing. So you this lighter left you? Yes. For many years. I would go as far as saying I got that lighter in 2006. Wow. But it, like I said, it did um, elude me for a long time and then um, I found it and uh, I've been using it for seems like a year now and it's just not dead. See, and it even has the parental advisory on the back. Oh, just nice. in case this falls into the wrong hands. <laughs> and Snoop Dogg's image is too powerful for the young. For a child. For the youth. <clears throat> smoking. All right. Is he? Yeah, he's all scratched up. The dog father. Well, <clears throat> it's been around for, I guess, six years. So, And that, that is actually a feat. Yeah. It's amazing to me. I don't know where you went, but... It's going to be a sad day what when if, that when that runs out. Yeah, I'm going to have to bury it in a shoebox. <laughs> <laughs> you might actually have to. Well, see, I'm, I I have uh you might not know this, but I am a I'm a um sentimentalist. No, I'm an avid collector of uh, I like Zippo lighters. Mm. And they're pricey and but I have a pretty mean collection. Um I don't use them. Every now because and again, they're collectors. Right. Every now and again I will get one that, you know, I will use. But for the most part, I use cheap lighters, but I, I collect Zippos. I, I just like them. They're cool. How many do you have? <sighs> I don't know. I have a display case, and then that's full. I don't know how many is in that. Quite a few. And then I just have a bunch because I only have one display case in boxes still. I don't know. Uh, Ballpark it? 25 to 30, maybe? Hmm. I don't know if it's even that much. 25. I'll say 25. But, you know, and I haven't been collecting them for that long, but they're a quality product. They're made in the United States, and they're just awesome. <clears throat> and, uh, yeah, I don't know. I've so, always wanted to collect something, and so far the only thing I'm consistent at is collecting DVDs. Yeah, I do that too. That's that's an expensive... Yeah, definitely that's expensive, or it used to be anyway, when DVDs were relevant. <laughs> and, uh, that's true. Uh, Zippo's range anywhere from 19 to 40 bucks. I mean, there's probably ones that are even more expensive. I think that's the most I've ever spent on one was 40 The thing I wanted to uh, be a collector of and keep collecting, and I've kind of dwindled off a little bit, um, mostly because you know, I don't have a steady income to support my habit, um, I wanted to collect fountains and then have one day like a fountain room. But probably I'm going to blow a circuit, I know fountains in that room but decorative fountains all those decorative fountains the little ones that yeah, usually yeah. cost about like 20 bucks yeah. 10 bucks i'd like huh. to have a whole room like full of shelves or tables and then you walk in this room and all you pretty much just hear is like maybe a, a loud roaring <laughs> trinkling <laughs> from all these different fountains but some people are like come into this room and see my train collection <laughs> like come in and see my fountains but maybe it's i wouldn't a room have them of in, fountains i might not have them in one room maybe i might have them all <laughs> dispersed around the house and oh boy each room has at least maybe two fountains in it yeah no oh, that's cool yeah uh, something about a very tranquil yeah feeling. something about trickling water i like trickling water i like i like <laughs> i like crickets <laughs> i don't know uh to me crickets have never been you know like they use it as a joke you know when people bomb the whole crickets you have an empty room no one's a, no one's responding to the stupid thing you did that you were hoping for a response but i find crickets to be um, very relaxing. I wouldn't mind a, uh, a, a, a silent room so silent that you can hear the crickets outdoors because it would help me sleep. 
<laughs> so you'd be on stage doing stand up and then you just you're like, all right. and then you just I'm gonna take down. a nap. It's a good time for me to sleep. I don't sleep well anyway. <laughs> I'm gonna take this time to take a nap and you guys can watch me or you can leave. Well, I say you've been a great audience and tonight. <sighs> just lay down right there on the stage. The uh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um I just wanna remind everybody out there, um uh download the porch cast on iTunes. Oh, yes, I did see a show. post last night. I guess they have a fifth episode coming up. Yes. Yes. <laughs> they, should be, they should be putting out a fifth. Uh, it's a great show. Check it out. little vulgar. Ew. little vulgar, but um, no, I guess I can't say that. I was going to say no worse than our Saturday shows, but no, they probably are. Um, so parental advisory definitely. Oh advisory. yes, I don't know if I don't even know if there's a disclaimer on on theirs. Well, uh, I think the only reason why I wanted to put one on ours is because one show like this one uh, is safe. Yeah. For most ears, but some are not. But since we go back and forth, I, I feel that it's good to warn people. Hey, the this episode isn't our safe episode. Speaking of potty mouth, I heard this this morning, and I just wanted to bring it up. Town of Middleborough. Massachusetts um, just uh, put a ban on um, swearing. Hmm. Um, they're going to be, from here on out, I guess it was, I don't know if the vote was last night or the night. Yeah, uh, no, because, yeah, Monday. I don't know. They just did this. Um, I guess the, I don't know how they enforce, I, I don't know. The cops are ready, though. They're like, they, the town council voted um, no swearing because I guess the younger population in town are out on the streets being very vulgar. I don't know, like, you know, normally you don't stand, unless you have Tourette's and swearing is your tick, you know, how many people do you see standing on the corner just shouting obscenities? <laughs> I mean, like, you know, little kids, like, I don't, you know, I'm, me and my daughter walk around the busy streets and I don't have to cover up her ears because people are like, being so vulgar, you know what I mean? Not, but that, in, I'm, not that I'm defending mm. this, but I have heard, um, I mean, I'm just walking down the street maybe, and I might hear somebody, no, like, headphones or anything, but they're just rapping lyrics or something, uh, and loudly, like, to themselves, or maybe just to Talking others. negatively about women and... Uh, yeah, whatever yeah. song, song that I never heard of, <clears> and... <throat> And in my mind, I'm thinking, are they hoping that whoever they walk by just might be yeah, like a, a record producer? Yeah, like, <laughs> oh my God, your lyrics are awesome. I love your voice. Yeah, probably, uh, I don't know. It always makes me wonder stuff like I'm that. sure there's scouts in, in downtown Meriden just hanging out. I mean, anywhere that I happen to be walking mm-hmm. around and I'm like, nope, I wouldn't sign you. <laughs> and I mean, and I'm going to be honest, there's people that like might, I mean, they're all over YouTube. That's where I mostly see them. Um, displaying their mixtapes or um, just random songs they made. Yeah. Um, and by the way, I'm not talking about uh, guests that we've had on the show, like, um, uh, hopefully I'm not butchering his name, Thomas Frank White, because he's actually pretty good. So I'm not talking about him, but I'm talking about there's other people that are out there. Thomas Frank White? Um, that have their <clears throat> songs on YouTube or whatever, and they just don't sound good at all. You know what my rapper name would be? <laughs> <laughs> I'm already afraid. <laughs> and what is that? I mean, I'm I'm, tr- I'm trying to put a like a clever spin on it, but I just can't right now. Tommy Lee Jones, he's such a badass, dude. Where did, I got I got to do some research on Tommy Lee Jones. You know anything about this guy? What do you want to know? Or what? Is, he, or... He, I mean, he's got to be from like he's got kind of a southern, a broken southern accent, and his name is Tommy Lee. I mean, I think he's from Texas. Uh... Right? Yeah, he's got to be from Texas. 
But uh, he. Um, oh, the thing that um, actually makes me laugh is he does commercials for. Um, oh yeah, I see. What is it? Some bank or some uh, insurance? I don't know what it is. What, what's funny about it? How much makeup they have to put on him? No, what's funny is because I know he lives like on a ranch or something, but I feel like that. He's the kind of guy that's like, if you want me to be in this commercial, you got to come to my house. And he's barely making an effort to actually leave his house because, like, he seems to be leaning on the inside of his, like, of a, of a gate or something. Like, he's not even leaving his property right, to right. do this. He's not like Sam Neill who's going to go to the Hoover Dam or <laughs> go to the Golden Gate Bridge. Or to the Redwood Forest or anything like that. <laughs> nope, you got to come to my ranch and, you know, we'll, we'll shoot the commercial good for on him. my ranch. Good, good, for, on my good for Tommy Lee. I love that guy. <laughs> I mean, but he, I mean, even in The Fugitive, like, he looks real, like, he's just one of them guys who's who's been cursed with, absolute wrinkle-itis. He's the <laughs> most wrinkly guy. You know who else is really, really wrinkled and they're not that old is uh, Brian Cranston, my mm, favorite yeah. actor from Breaking Bad. He is really wrinkled and you know you know he's not in his, he's in his maybe early to mid-50s. Yeah. Right? You know, mm. Tommy Lee Jones maybe he's in his 60s but 65. even... 65. Oh, but even back in The Fugitive and that was like the early 90s, he had like Yeah, he looked he older still, for his he age. He still looked really just like he had those he's got the worst he's lit. And I'm going to have it too because like I have leaky capillaries. I always have black bags under my eyes, but he and like you have these things that form, they're called postunes or something. They're like like a growth from like having to hold up all the blood that settles under your eyes, and there are these little mountains on either side of your eyes, and he's got them, but they've like grown into these calluses. He's mm. got like under eye calluses in the fugitive. I'm like, God, he's you know, I know he's not in his seventies now. So he, this was 1990 something, early nineties when they did this movie, and he still is starting to get really haggard looking. <laughs> he's like got, he's lived a life. He was, he's yeah. Gone ma- I mean, maybe maybe he just did a lot of um. I don't know. He won an Oscar for his performance in U.S. Marshals. So really, yeah. I didn't. I mean, I've seen it, but I I wasn't too impressed. Last night was the first time I saw U.S. Marshals. I love The Fugitive. I think that's a great movie. I've seen pieces of uh, U.S. Marshals, and what I saw, I'm like, eh. yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't anything to write home about. Right. Um, but speaking of movies that I remember, I think the last episode we talked about that I didn't see, but I finally saw now, RoboCop. Oh yeah, and yeah, yeah. As yeah. I was tweeting about watching this, I got some random person tweet me back. Isn't the um, dad from the '70s show such a badass? Yeah, he is. Um, <laughs> I mean, I saw a bunch of people in that sh- in, in the movie that um, mm. you know I see now, like Ray Wise. I didn't know he was in that. I'd buy that for a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> somebody tweeted that to me, and in fact, it was actually just a robot Twitter <laughs> account. But because I went to check him out, and he just. Tweets that to everybody. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> that was. I mean, now I get that reference, and I'm like, oh, that's a weird. Yeah. Um. What's his name? He's got a, a Miguel Ferrar. Yeah. He's in a lot With of hair. stuff. Oh my god. Yeah, he's in a lot of stuff. Um, he's in it. Um. Uh, um. There's this guy. He's. I mean, the only place I've ever seen him in was in the TV show Harry's Law, which is now canceled. Um. He was the the henchman who. Uh, got flown into the the toxic waste. Oh, that guy. That guy. Yeah. I don't know his name. I think it might be Ronnie Cox. I don't know. Yeah, but. he really uh, he really had a bad reaction from that toxic waste. <laughs> <laughs> Help me! I, that whole thing was just so hilarious to me. Yeah. Um, and then he gets hit by the car and he just yeah. falls apart. Yeah, oh yeah, he blows up like a water <laughs> balloon. <laughs> and I could, I can understand why now everyone's talking about that movie being so like 
I guess, violent or just the, the extreme violence of it. And yeah, the whole, I mean, before he, I mean, the reason he becomes RoboCop is because they so, you know, how many of them? Seven there. Seven of them just stand there with, with all sorts of, uh, all sorts of firearms, big ones and small ones, and just shoot him up. And like the blow him apart. Shot his hand right yeah, off. Yeah, they blow him apart, and then one last to the head. And yeah, he's just a mess. He's mm. such a mess. <clears throat> but a great job with the makeup department too, because when they did close ups on his face after he's RoboCop and he takes his helmet off, and they're looking at um, just the way I guess maybe his his skin is grafted onto the robotic part of the rest of you know his body or whatever and i'm i'm just like wow that was brilliant job for the 80s and um i don't know stuff like that i actually rewound a couple times just to see if i could tell like uh you know any part that just didn't quite look real and it, it looked good not that i've seen a cyborg before like a real one but they did a good job with that you want to oh amazing robocop rap How there's a zillion things about robocop <laughs> Yeah, I'm hearing not necessarily to check out RoboCop 2, and I don't think I have the capabilities on Netflix. Yeah, that was very Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I know what kind of movie we're into now. This is just like a, a rap, but it's a recap of the whole movie. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> oh, it's long. It's like the whole movie. It's like oh, wow. it takes about 10 minutes to recap RoboCop. That's wow. pretty clever. Yeah. <sighs> you burnt the effing money. <laughs> yeah, he's mean, dude. He makes a... He may, I mean, he's not a very, like, ch um, uh, friendly guy in, that, in anything he's ever been in. In that 70s show, he's kind of a... Like a... Just a miserable guy. Mm. Uh, Clarence Bodinger. <laughs> but he's... Yeah, he plays a wicked, wicked evil sinister man and you know he, he rates good on my villain radar my, uh, my villain my villain what's the word uh not radar meter my, my villain villain meter, meter. yeah so it, it rates pretty high mm. um how clever the yeah, amazing it was, it was robocop a, rap it was an interesting interesting film there and i almost um i almost <laughs> followed it with um <laughs> with uh terminator because that's a movie I've never seen. The first one? The first one. Have you ever seen the second one? No. At the time, it was the... It was... I mean... Maybe the very early 90s, maybe 1980. It was the most expensive film ever, ever made. And, and I had like... Awesome! I had one of those, um... Those, those wrestling games you, uh... You have to hit the other guy and the, the head flies off. RoboCop versus Terminator? No. It was actually Terminator or... Terminator versus... versus Predator? Versus Alien? <laughs> <laughs> no, versus the villain in Terminator 2. Oh, 
Oh yeah, the T one thousand. Yeah, I had I liquid had those, metal. Those rock'em sock'em things where you have mm. to knock the head off. I had one of those little things, mm. and then I broke it. T one thousand or not T one thousand? Yeah, T one thousand played by uh, played by Johnny Cash's dad, <clears throat> hmm, whatever really? his name is. Oh, uh, and Walk the Line, that oh, guy the line. who oh. plays his dad. I can't think of his name. He's in a lot of stuff. But uh, yeah, I almost after RoboCop <clears throat> went off, I almost watched the Terminator, so I could watch that uh, beginning to end, and I'm just. Finishing my theme of robotic movies. Mm. But can, can I play two more seconds of this just because I, I want to make this global? If this hasn't gone global yet, nah, it hasn't even had a million views. So let me just play two more seconds of it. I hope there's no more swearing. Bye, Bobby. Bye, Bobby. Bye, Oh, it's so bad, dude. When they when they start. Oh man, it's so bad. For uh, for uh, when did that come out? This movie, uh, eighty-seven. They did a really good job with um, with the um, special effects. Yeah, this. the I guess that's what you call them. You know what they've done very well. What they've gotten really good at, and it's you know it's it's obviously done, you know, computer animation. But um, not that I've ever seen anybody get shot. But lately in movies, you see a lot of blood spray. Mm-hmm. Which you didn't see in older movies, right? And, I, just... and I'm and I'm sure it's because that's much more um, accurate to what it looks like. Not only is there, you know, a lot of you know thick blood, there's spray, mm-hmm. and uh, the, you, you notice that in a lot of and depending on the movies. what kind of movie you're watching and how uh, let's say realistic they like to be, they like to add extra gore, and there's not just blood or blood spray, but also a few chunks thrown in there too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought what you were going to say was blood splatter, blood splatter on the, the lens. Oh, I, I do like that. No, I just like the mist. It's it's like a it's like a quick like um, cloud of 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 mist, mm-hmm. blood mist that exits the wound really quickly after someone gets shot. Yeah, because they they're really trying to get better. Yeah, they're the, they're the, trying very hard to make it so realistic that we are so desensitized to everything that. You know, the day you finally do see someone get shot, it's, like, it's wow. not a big deal. Like, you know, yeah, I mean, that's, that that's the yesterday. kind of culture we are. We don't want a bunch of crybabies when people get shot on the street. We want people to to um, react the way they would in a movie, mm-hmm. watching a movie. Yeah. I remember. Oh, yeah. All right, go on. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember? Or? Uh, I had like five thoughts all at once. So. <laughs> Um, on the, the same token of um, being shot and being realistic, um, I had read over the weekend about uh, what would happen should you get shot or maybe just got into some traumatic accident. And I mean, the whole topic was all dealing with death uh, in general. Mm-hmm. And they said, like, if you got shot in the head, uh, more than likely you wouldn't even really realize it or know it. You wouldn't feel any pain. Because you'd be dead already. It'd be so. It's like... I brought up the thing one time because, you know, I was watching all the 9-11 tribute stuff and I was thinking, you know, did, did the people who were on that plane that went into those buildings, did they feel even the slightest bit of pain before they just 
disintegrated because there was so much jet fuel on those planes that mm -hmm. they did. They did not like They're blow apart. Not. They disintegrated once it went into the building. So did they, do you feel like a second of pain before you're obliterated? And what they were saying <clears> was um, the way that our brain works, everything, we're already living in the past. So basically whatever we experience, maybe two seconds from now, our brain just now said, hey, this just happened. So our brain is like a real radio station in a way yeah. having a delay having a delay and so if there was something that too that just snapped our nerve and just killed us we wouldn't really be able to understand it oh i just got this weird dizzy feeling thinking about it yeah it, it's it's kind of it's yeah that's your mind being blown but just still attached what's weird and this is going back to the whole dream thing how your mind is so unbelievably intense and 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 just it's so the, the 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 think about the brain is the only organ that studies itself mm. that's deep yeah needed a moment there just think about that people yeah let's let's stop a second and let, <laughs> say say that again so we just give a a, a good pregnant pause to it the brain, is... the brain is the only organ, the more you know. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. No, the brain is the only organ that studies itself. That, is that what I said before? Mm -hmm. Studies? Okay. I didn't want to. Yeah. It examines itself. It studies itself all the time. Don't you think the brain would already know everything there is to know about... And all of that it? is seeking to know more. It's, yeah. it's always being bombarded with information. It's listening. It's, it's seeing. It's hearing. Because there's like the Berlin Wall going on in there. Like, you know, the brain wants to use all of its abilities. It wants to speak telepathically. It wants to this and that, all these crazy things that we've come up with that I know we're capable of. I'm going to make but, a quick confession the, right but here. But the Berlin Wall's in there blocking us all off. Maybe I should wait till we come back. But I was going to make a quick confession about uh, the, uh, the brain here, huh? gonna turn this down so i can fade into it but um mm. i'm always worried that one day i'm gonna run into a telepath and they're gonna think they're gonna be listening to what i'm thinking about and they're gonna be you're gonna be thinking something so disgusting <laughs> at the time <laughs> probably like oh man the, <laughs> the one time I'm, I'm not worried about what i'm thinking about that's when someone is actually reading my mind yeah. so all right well we're gonna take a break on 68 lost dial all knows radio.com we'll be back with part two of this tremendous podcast <laughs> <laughs>